yourself see i'm good happy tuesday yes yes well we have a special guest on the line we have my friend one of my favorite djs miss dj eclectic i'm doing well how are y'all doing today i'm good good i want you to explain this name how did you get this name and what's the meaning behind this name here well, a lot of people ask me that. Well, pretty much, I guess you could say the Webster's Dictionary uh, version of eclectic is pretty much not following not following one system, but pretty much taking the best elements of all systems. So I don't like to be put in the box, whether I'm rapping, whether I'm DJing, whether I'm on the radio. So it's pretty much taking the best elements of myself and it's making them all one to be eclectic. And I think everybody's eclectic in a sense. I think everybody has some type of eclectic personality within them. Okay, well, it fits you. It fits you really, really well. Appreciate you. So what made you want to do be a DJ? Ooh, we, um... I think it started, I think I was a DJ before I knew I was a DJ. I didn't start DJing until after I graduated college. Shout out to Prairie View A&M University. But I think I was making mixtapes and not realizing. People always ask me, you know, make, can you make me a tape? Throw some CDs on a CD. So yeah, we compact this back in the day. So it was like, make me a CD. So I'll make a CD and I'm from Texas. So it will be like UGK. it will be like Jay-Z. And then on the end, it will be like a Clark Sister song. And they'd be like, I'd be like, hey, I want you to be holy at the end. But I think uh, I was making mixtapes not even realizing it but after I graduated college um to be honest with you after I got my first real check I was like um what I'm gonna do about these taxes they taking out this check I was like uh I'm about to find me a side hustle and I already love music I come from a musically influenced home so I've always been rapping all my life so it just kind of came naturally um I'm in a music fraternity for women so our brothers a lot of them are DJs I reached out to one of my DJ friends or my DJ brothers shout out DJ M squared he taught me the techniques got the controller and this the rest is history oh wow that's amazing it is. so i just want to ask you a question because i heard that you're an mc and i i am too so are you are you more of like doing i do you more do you do more like gospel or spoken word like what what i would say what's your medium as far yeah, as yeah it's mostly MC? gospel yeah okay. it's mostly inspirational and mostly gospel I don't like to be put in a box, so like, it's like urban gospel, inspirational, you know, but yeah, in that vein for the most part. Okay, okay. And do you have anything MC out? Too, huh? Yeah, I do, I do. Oh, so. nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm more of a writer than a freestyle. I know people want... Same here, I'm the same, same here. Yeah, whenever right. you tell somebody you're a rapper, you're like, or you, you know, you're an MC or, you know, a lyricist, and they say, oh, rap on the spot, and you're like, it doesn't work like that. But, um, yeah, right. Yeah, but do you have any uh, any projects out? Anything that you can kind of um, you know route the listeners to the viewers so they can kind of see some of your talent as- away from the turntables? Sure, sure. I got a single out right now called "Love It." It's an old to the old school, so it's an old to all the old school '80s and '90s babies. A little single out there. I'm working on an EP right now, but you can get the single. It's on all digital streaming platforms: Spotify, uh, iTunes, all the above. So it's called "Love It." 
Now, Thomas, okay. well, Christmas in August, but Christmas is coming around as well. I got a Christmas yeah. single out as well called Crimson Holiday. So it's on all streaming platforms as well. So definitely check out Love It. If you like old school 80s, 90s, that's your jam. You'd be like, hey. So yeah, that's you. Okay. okay. Hey, now, I love it all. I love it all. <laughs> yeah. So um, just another question, though, as far as turntablism, right? What What would you say is your biggest your biggest gig thus far, the one that made you go, oh yeah, I, you know, I like it here. I like what I'm doing. I like the impact, the impact that I'm making. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I'll have to say it probably was, um, I'm from San Antonio. In San Antonio, we have the largest MLK march in the world. You're talking like to 300,000 people. So I was fortunate to DJ that festival or that march. And it was amazing just to see how people, how music impacts people. It's already inspirational time. You know, we're celebrating MLK and what he stands for. So to see how your music impacted the listeners, it was great. So I think right then and there, I was like, oh, I love this. I love the stage. I love people dancing and jamming and people all, you know, unified, all races and creeds. So I think that had to be an epic moment for me. Okay. okay, I could definitely see that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a that hard. Like a big one. Yeah, you talking about stress? <laughs> yeah. I was like, Lord Jesus. <laughs> right, right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, being a DJ, there are moments where people come up to the booth, right, and they start talking to you, asking you questions. What's the weirdest thing, or like the most awkward thing you've heard being behind the booth and having somebody like make a request or whatever? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, I don't even know if I could name it like a most awkward time. Oh, that's mm. you got some good questions. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's been, I think, I think a misconception for DJs, especially before like you know they just started streaming and everything on like Serato. But before that, you literally had to have your music either on a hard drive or if you didn't have access in the internet, you don't have access. So I think a big misconception is DJs have every song under the sun. So for me, it'll be, I'm a female DJ, so it'll be some dude trying to holler. And then he'd be like, man, you ain't got that song from 1987. I'd be like, no, I don't, sir. I don't have it. Um, It's 2015 or whatever date it is. No, I don't. All DJs supposed to have it. Well, you know, sir, I don't have that. It's, it's, it's a great misconception. But I'm in a lot of crazy moments. I just can't name them all. But um, you always have people coming up to you, especially people who also DJ. Um, one of the another misconception I can say is my boyfriend would come with me to the gigs. They would always assume that he was a DJ and I wasn't. Um, so you know that that was always great times too. <laughs> wow, they need that. I'm glad that narrative is changing though. Like as it is I'm, now, as, it is. That was like yeah. when I first started. It really right, is right. changing. Right. I'm I'm seeing a lot, lot, a lot more uh, female DJs who are really doing. I love thing. it, and I do too. It's great. I love to see the diversity in it, especially yeah. when they come together and they're able to, you know, make a movement and yes. you know spread positivity. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, I, I absolutely love it. I agree. Yeah. And, then, and just to shift focus really quick so i know you got a couple of things under your belt you're a turn you're a dj you're a lyricist you're also a radio personality and you do voiceover work right all the above so, awesome so can you kind of can you kind of go into a bit of your voiceover work and what you do 
Sure, I really just started really, really getting into voiceover work. I have found a newfound love for radio, and then I started getting into voiceovers. So I started doing commercials. It's really, really probably flourished during the pandemic. You know, you gotta, you can't go out and DJ. You can only DJ online so much. There's only right, so many right. online events. So I was like, I gotta think of something else to do, uh, another stream of income. So I was like, oh, voiceover work. Uh, so I was like, okay. So I started doing like tax voiceovers. So I do commercials. Um, I do DJ drops. I do it all. PSA all of the above and it kind of goes hand in hand it's not the same as a radio personality but it kind of goes hand in hand because a lot of those things are on radio platforms like commercials but you know i do all the above whatever you need i can roll with it okay. <laughs> that's right she say whatever you need she got you but i, <laughs> I want to ask you coming from texas and now being in atlanta what is the top three things you love about atlanta so far black people um, no, I'm from, I'm from uh, San Antonio, specifically Texas. So San Antonio, we're about 6% African-American, and it's probably been like that all my life. So I did live in D.C. for a few years, so I absolutely love, like, it is literally the Black Mecca, so I absolutely, absolutely love it. It's like a business epicenter. So that's one thing I absolutely love about it is seeing my people, seeing us thrive. I actually like the camaraderie here. Um, I've done so much networking. I've only been here for a year, but I've done so much networking. Like I met you, CC, and you were like, right. I was like, you are very genuine. You called, are you doing okay? You know, how are you liking in Atlanta? You know, people from other cities, they're not like that. They're like, hey, okay, call me when you need something, or I'll call you when I need something. But like genuine people, I've met a lot of genuine people here, and I like that about Atlanta. So that's probably number two. Uh, number three is the music scene. I love that everybody's a rapper. I ain't gonna lie, I love it. I, if I go to the beauty shop, the barbershop, Walmart, everybody's a rapper. And so I love it though, because I love everybody's spirit and everybody's out here hustling and it makes you hustle harder and it makes you work harder to be successful. So I absolutely, I hate to say I love the city and I've only been here for a year, but I absolutely like it a whole, whole lot. Okay, well, good. And thank you. And thank you for the compliment too, because I think you're a genuine person too. And you always been a great supporter, been to all my events. So thank you. I appreciate it. Most definitely. I'll continue. I got another question for you. Do you think in this industry, men get more, um, you know, more recognition, more recognized than women in the DJ world? I will say in my industry, yes. And I'm pretty much, like I said earlier, urban gospel, inspirational in that industry I can speak of. Yes. Um, and I think it's just because people gravitate to what they know. It's called like unconscious bias. So you just gravitate what you know. It's like you're in corporate America. And if you look a certain way, you're going to hire somebody that looks just like you. So I think because we are just now, as you said, we're just now coming up. Well, we're bending around, but we're just now probably getting the respect that's deserved. So um, I think people don't see it a lot and they don't see it often. And I don't even know if it has to do anything with talent, but it's just, they're not used to it. So I do think men get more opportunities, but I do think the gateways are opening I'm, I'm starting to see a change I'm starting to see women get a whole lot of more opportunities because in the urban gospel world you don't see too many female rappers you don't see too many female engineers and that's probably uh, industry-wide you don't see too many female DJs and so I think we're starting to open up and honestly for my genres not too many of us I am one of very few female DJs who actually DJ and do radio so I'm praying hopefully I can even pave the way for more to come who are younger than me so it's, I just say the doors are opening. Okay. All right. Wow. So going back to radio personality, right? 
Mm-hmm. Can you go a little bit more into that and tell us what we can expect, especially for people who are watching this interview and are coming across you firsthand? Can you kind of tell them what, you know, what they can experience when they tune into your radio show? Sure, sure. So my radio show is called The Mixtape with DJ Miss Eclectic. Um, pretty much my uh, little two minutes of fame, 6 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Thursday. But um, um, it's pretty much an urban gospel mix show. Um, I think there's a lot of people in my genre, they do like CHH, which is Christian hip hop. And there's a lot of old school gospel. Gospel is very slow to move. So like that same Kirk Franklin song you heard in 97, it might still be on a chart somewhere. It might be number 112, but it might still be on a chart. <laughs> so gospel music moves at a slow pace. I love it. Um, I'm a church kid, so I love gospel music. And um, so one of my things is I want to bring urban people in the mix, like people who are younger. I'm not a young adult anymore, but younger <laughs> adults. Um, those who try to live right. Um, I will just put this out. Like I'm celibate. Oh, Jesus, God bless us all. But people who are like me in my shoes, we're trying to do the right thing. We try to live right. We try to live like real Christians, you know. And so it's just a platform for that, for us to be very transparent and open and for us to put those things out there. And it's for good music that people don't hear. Urban gospel doesn't get a lot of airplay on the radio, so I'm going to have that as my main platform too. So it's really good music and good conversation and just real Christians. I like to call myself a real Christian. I'm I'm not perfect at all by no, absolutely no means. And I do drink wine. So the point is, yeah, you know, <laughs> I just feel the real people. And I think mm-hmm. really you can bring more people to Christ just by being real versus being fake and looking down on everybody you know too good for earthly good you can't be like that so that's pretty much what my show is about summed up okay I love it I love it and congratulations yes you had me over here just a smiling like (laughs) that girl there I know I need the Lord (laughs) but um I got a question um I got one more question for you on my end um who are your top three DJs? I want to know that. Oh gosh, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff, man, he's just one of the best. Uh, I know it's probably cliche, but he is literally one of the best. Like he's mm-hmm. one of the best to ever do it. Um, for for the women, I gotta go DJ Spinderella. She's know she's classic yeah she's classic she's still doing her thing too so i absolutely love it like i absolutely enjoyed her during quarantine like she still jams to this day um third i had to give it to one of my mentors his name is dj soul he is out of the dmv area he is the dope turntablist uh he'll mix any song as possible he'll blend any song he's got that baltimore blend going so i absolutely love him shout out to him praise 104 in dc area so that's probably my top three Okay. All right. I think it was DJ Spinderella's birthday too. What yesterday or day before yesterday? I done missed my girl. Oh Lord. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, like I know her. Like I'm about to call her and tell her happy birthday. <laughs> well, you can always chat around, you know. There you go. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> go ahead, Mickey Monday. Sorry. No, I'm I'm actually in the DMV area, so I'll have to check out uh you said DJ Soul, right? Yeah, check him out. DJ okay. Soul. He's on Praise 104. But he DJ, he spins all music. Um, he's pretty dope. Yeah, he's real dope. He's a really good DJ. He one of them DJs been DJing since the 80s with the records. So much respect to all DJs who are turntablists. But yeah, yeah, he's a real cool dude. Yeah, check him out. Definitely. I, I, I think his uh Instagram is DJ Soul73. That's my brother. Okay. Okay. For sure, for sure. So outside of the urban market and the gospel market what would you say is your 
favorite genre or subgenre to listen to outside of like urban music? I am old school to the core. Like if I'm just listening, man, I'm listening to some Donny Hathaway. I'm listening to some Stevie Wonder. Okay. I'm listening to like all the old old school songs. Um, I'm I'm listening to Al Green. Like I'm just, <laughs> um, but um, to spin, I like spinning like '80s night, not '80s so much, but '90s music. I love spinning '90s okay. music. I'm an '80s kid, '90s baby, so I love spinning '90s music. So any SWV, I mean, I'm Queen Latif. I'm going old school, but yeah, I'm I'm love spinning that type of music because. That's my error. Mm, okay. Yes, it is. Cause when we 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 be out, I got her. I got her on video now, making my day. She was moving. She was like, "Woo!" I said, "Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna get her in that spotlight." She oh, be in her man. zone. Oh, you got it. <laughs> she be oh, in it. Man. <laughs> I had to throw that out there. I had to throw it out. Call there. me out like that. that. Call me out. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Go ahead. So just kind of going back to being, you know, having so many, um, you know, things under your belt. I mean, how do you find the time to kind of, I want to say, because you kind of, you you know, you kind of have a, uh, have a perfection or perfectionist, you know, kind of mindset when it comes to having, when it comes to having certain challenges in, your different fields. So how do you go about distributing yourself amongst those things equally? Um, the first thing is, which I'm learning is to distribute myself within myself and not distribute myself out so much. So, mm. <laughs> okay. so um, that's something, because I don't like to say no, I like to help everybody if possible, but I'm coming to a point where I can't perfect what I need to perfect. So I can help other people if I can't do it. So mm. I've learned to say no, that has been my, that has been probably my, one of my biggest challenges too. I don't like to say no, I like to make everybody happy and I'm learning you really can't do that. So um, that's definitely number one. Um, number two is discipline like I have to I literally have a schedule every day of what I have to go by of what I have to do literally Monday through Friday and or Monday through Saturday I try to ha have one day at least for rest and I try to separate like I try to make myself sit down and watch tv I don't watch a lot of tv or watch a 30 minute show I really try to separate work and rest it's really hard and but that's one that's another thing that I do and um Time management. I'm not a great time management person, but I've learned that if I separate all four of the things that I do and I'm actually, that actually works for me. So pretty much, yep, discipline and time management has to be in that, you know, focusing on you. It's a, it's a time and season for everything. And I've learned that this is the time to focus on me. It's not being selfish. It's just perfecting what God has for me. Because I'm a team of one. I don't have a team. So it's me and God. We are a team. So when it's a team of one, it's hard to separate yourself and do other things. So mm -hmm. it's been a challenging season, but it's been good. God is good. And it's been, it's been very rewarding. There are a lot of doors opening, so I can't complain. Okay. That's good. I mean, and as as far as whether the economy comes back to what it is, what it was before, and then things start really opening back up and things like that, then I'm pretty sure more opportunities will will pop up for you, especially being a DJ. Because now in this in this day and age, you have to really find a way to to you know still um, service your you know your audience and keep them involved as as well. So. Absolutely, you gotta yeah. stay relevant. If you don't go online, right. or if you gone for a week, you gone. <laughs> right. Like, who's that? Who's it? I don't know who she is. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Exactly. So, since 
it's what oh my god it's eight months we got another like four months left oh man it's crazy crazy yeah <laughs> so what's bad. yeah it did but i was gonna say what's um what's what's your favorite album that's come out this year so far because i'm you know i'm a big music person and i can see that you're a big music person too so Ooh, wow i, I want to oh, get your take oh. on that jeez What's my favorite album? I got to say, it's an album I came across not too long ago, and it's so dope to me. I don't know if y'all ever heard. His name is Peter Cottontail. Mm-mm. This dude is dope. Like, I came across him, and I'm, I'm just going to say, I was like, dude, where have I been? And the album came out this year. He's dope. I can't even tell you the name of the album. I cannot think of it right now. But he's like a chance to rapper slash he throwing some gospel but he's real like a real christian now he's so dope i have to say that's probably one of my favorite albums this year his dude okay. named peter cottontail i was like i was blown off i was like who is this dude but he's so yeah, dope i like finding rare artists too that people don't know a lot about i'm not really into super mainstream mm-hmm. okay. definitely send me um something yeah. of his and let me check it out i will yeah it's dope i was like what? it's real it's real dope mm. But tell me, what's one um, fun fact about yourself? Oh, um, ooh, a fun fact about me. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> uh, that's a hard one. Y'all have some good questions. That I'm yeah. thinking of. Y'all be right. Man, listen, a fun fact about myself. Um, I see. I'm used to flipping. I'm used to being corporate American. I'm like, yeah, I DJ. You know, that's the fun fact. But this is a flip. <laughs> Uh <laughs> this is really flip. I don't know what's um okay, so let me kind of make it a little easier then. Yeah, let me give me yeah, give me um, let's uh, maybe that'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is something that you're like really into or something about yourself that people don't know? Like it could be poetry that you do and people don't know about it, or you might like to write book, I mean write books, I mean read, you know, mm-hmm. any of that stuff, right? I don't even know if I have a hobby because <laughs> being a team of one, I think about it. I don't think I have, as I'm sitting here right now talking to y'all, I don't believe I have a hobby. I like traveling and I've almost died several times in the water because I can't swim and I like to go in 40 feet deep of water. But other than that, I don't know if I have a, that is, as you say that, that is wow. I don't, I don't know if I have a hobby. Lord, somebody pray for me. I don't think I do. I think I think traveling is my way to get away. So I absolutely love to travel. It's probably why I'm about to go crazy during this pandemic. But I can't say that I have another hobby outside of the 50 things that I do every day. <laughs> I can't wow. say there's anything else. Well, that is crazy, right? I think I would just have to say traveling. I, I would say traveling would be my hobby. I don't know if it's a fun fact, but um, I can tell you about the time that I, I can't swim and I went snorkeling in 40 feet of water. And um, I almost died. And they were like, hey, you know, the only sharks that are out here would be teethless sharks. And I was like, a toothless shark, toothless sharks don't exist. And like the little string, like I was on the little, you know, like the little Baywatch red thing. I was holding on hard. And I was like, if I fall off this, I'm dead. Cause I'm in the middle of a 40 foot ocean. The little thing hit my foot. And I just knew it was a toothless shark and I almost died, but I'm still here today. And that's all that matters. <laughs> and you tried it out. And, and I tried it. And I'll do it again. I'm crazy. I'll do it again. <laughs> and, and I, I, I swim to listen. save my it. life. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but then you was about to say something though when she was talking. I was. What was I about to say? Oh, I mean the fact that you don't have um a hobby could be a good thing because if you're working so much, then would you have time to That's a good thing. You know? Yeah. 
That's a, that's how I would say it. I, I don't know if it's a good thing. It's good to get away, though, sometimes from yourself. You know, it's probably... Uh, but maybe it is a good thing. I don't know. I may be a, 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 almost a workaholic, but yeah, I don't... Yeah. I think I've turned my hobbies into a career, and I think that's what it is. I've worked yeah. for Corporate America for 10 years, and so I've switched and turned all of my hobbies into the career. So I think that's exactly what it is. That's yeah. what it is. So being that you've switched your careers and you are now, you know, using your hobbies as as your career, what what's one thing that you see a lot that is kind of like kind of throws you off kilter but then also based on seeing that in your field of work what would you give advice to you know like aspiring djs voice actors or you know radio personalities what what would be something that you would give them based on what you've just experienced in in those fields um, one thing I've noticed is routine. Like when you work for corporate America or you work for somebody, there's a routine. You go, you get up, you go to work, you go in eight hours, you come home. But you kind of have to set your own routine, you know, when you work for yourself or you become an entrepreneur or whatever your craft is. Um, you have to, that goes back to discipline. You really have to have a routine of, okay, I'm going to work from the hours of whatever your hours are. I'm working from hours of nine to five, eight to four, whatever you're going to work, you have to be disciplined and work those hours. And again, and know how to cut off um, your rest time and your work time. Cause I've noticed that people will call you any time of the day and any time of the night. And they don't, people don't respect your workspace. So when you're at a job, people respect your workspace. When they know you work from home, people will call you about work, but they don't respect work hours. So I think you've got to cut that off and make sure that people respect that. That's one thing I've really seen. And I've, and I've learned, too, you got to be very, I guess, very assertive in what you do. There's a thin line in being assertive and, and mean, but you've got to be assertive and tell people where they can get on and get off and better. And there's no better term. So I've learned that, too, um, especially when you're turning your hobby into career because then you start charging for things you might have done for free before. And so you got to be assertive and say, hey, I can do this mix for you, but it's going to cost you. And I'll be, you know. I'll be very fair with you, but that's a that's a major thing. Everybody wants something for free, but you've got to know what you're worth, and you've got to know that you put all this time and energy into your craft, so your craft is worth is worth what you are. It's worth money. Okay, now, okay. yeah, and there you have it. I was wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she gave it to us for oh, real. Yeah. I was like, okay, was, okay, she okay she that. He owned it today. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Good but Mickey, do you have any other questions before we go into our trivia? Um, I don't, but I just want to say that I'm glad you um, were able to answer some of the questions that I've been asking because I was really trying to throw some hard ones at you, so and you didn't. <laughs> y'all both threw some so. hard ones. I was like, y'all have made me realize something about myself. <laughs> now I'm gonna go to counseling. And be like, oh, I don't have no hobbies. You know, it's <laughs> you are so bad. Y'all have some really good questions. Really questions. good questions. Thank you. It is so crazy. We do have two um, trivia questions for you. Um, okay. Mine is, if you had to live without one of these, which one would you choose? Would it be your phone, computer, or social media? I mean, phone, TV, or social media? You can get rid of TV. I don't even watch TV. I don't have cable, none of the above. So you get the TV, I'm good. My phone, I'm probably looking at it all day. So yeah, I need that phone. <laughs> 
should have stuck with phone, computer, then and um, social media. Well, you ain't lying, cause then I'd have been lost. <laughs> All right, but we're gonna switch that up. We're gonna say phone, computer, and social media. Ooh, you can't be as we talked about relevance. You can't be relevant uh, without social media. I can't really DJ without a computer. This is tough. So I need my phone to communicate. I would go. Ooh. I probably would go without my phone because internet, you could do everything on an internet call through the computer. So I go without my phone. I do my computer and well in social media. Because social media, you gotta stay relevant. Mm. <laughs> I got That's, you. This is a sad day in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my trivia question is uh let's see. Um you could describe yourself in three words. What would they be? Oh, uh, they would be um, ambitious, um, caring, and I'm going to put a dash in between this one, faith-driven. Probably those three. Okay. Those, I would say that. Okay. Awesome. And those, I, I mean, those are pretty self-explanatory, so. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. Well, girl, I'm so proud of you. And congratulations on everything you have going on. Thank you. I'm proud of you too, girl. You are doing it. Every time I turn on social media, you are at the top of my page. So, girl, you're doing so <laughs> I, do. I love I do. it. Um, I love this platform. I appreciate y'all for having me. I really, really do. I've enjoyed it. Y'all done threw me for a couple of loops. So many blessings on this show. I know it's going to be amazing. Awesome. And before you get off, tell everybody where they can follow you at. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, at DJ Miss Eclectic on all platforms. I'm really on Facebook and Instagram the most. I have a TikTok. Joss Presidents get ready to take that away anyway. I'm no, not really on it either. So uh, you go to my website, DJMissEclectic.com. So if you just type in DJ Miss Eclectic, it's across all platforms. Please spell that out for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> D-J-M-S-E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C. Okay. Perfect. Well, I want to say thanks for interviewing with us. I enjoyed you. You had me laughing the whole time. <laughs> Thank you. I enjoyed y'all yes. too. This has been a fun interview. It's been a it's been a real fun one. It's not the regular questions I usually get. So I'm like, I'm loving this. I might be stealing something. Don't worry about it. <laughs> 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 well, you have a happy Tuesday, lady. Be blessed. All right, y'all too. Y'all have a happy Tuesday too. Appreciate it. Yeah. And before you go, when you say you don't have a team, ma'am, you do because I am on your team. I'm number one. I am a fan. I am your supporter. So I am here, here for you. So, I appreciate yeah. that. And I appreciate all your support too. You always sharing stuff. When I first moved, I appreciate you being in the magazine. I really like, truly, truly appreciate you. So I appreciate it. <laughs> you're so that's crazy all right lady you have a great all one. right y'all have a good one y'all be blessed thank you, you too that. one two three